Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to Prog Mojo. This is episode 19, and tonight it's all about the Canterbury scene. My name is Simon Chait, and you're listening to 92.9 River FM. So what's the Canterbury scene? According to Wikipedia, the Canterbury scene, or Canterbury Sound, was a musical scene centred around the city of Canterbury in Kent, England, during the late 1960s and early 70s. I'm going to focus today's episode on some of the bands from the Canterbury scene, which blended elements of jazz, rock and psychedelia. Also, a lot of the musicians from the Canterbury scene played in lots of Canterbury scene bands in a sort of ever-changing, overlapping personnel, musical chairs type situation. Some of these avant-garde or fusion musicians include bassist Hugh Hopper, guitarist Steve Hillage, keyboardist Dave Stewart, singing drummer Robert Wyatt, guitarist and singer Kevin Ayers, Aussie singer-guitarist Dave Allen, and pianist Mike Ratledge. While these Canterbury scene bands and their various intertwined musicians are not necessarily tied by particular musical styles, they share a certain whimsicality, including aspects of psychedelia, unusual lyrics and a heavy reliance on jazz-style improvisation in their work. The Canterbury scene often blended the serious musician with the comedy musician and came up with some amazing and endearing pieces. I've already featured several Canterbury scene bands on Progmojo, such as Soft Machine, Caravan and Gong, but in today's episode I'm going to include a few others, including Hatfield and the North, Gilgamesh, National Health, Matching Mole and The Wild Flowers. Okay, let's start with Hatfield and the North. Hatfield and the North were an experimental Canterbury scene band that lasted for less than three years. They were founded in October 1972 and disbanded in June 1975, although they did have a reunion or two about 30 years later. In keeping with some of the Canterbury scene traditions, you'll no doubt hear some of these musicians playing in more than one band. Hatfield in the North was originally founded by Phil Miller on electric guitar, Steve Miller on electric piano, Richard Sinclair on bass and Pip Pyle on drums. Dave Sinclair replaced Steve Miller on keys shortly thereafter, and the band called themselves Sinclair Cousins for a few gigs, before changing their name to Hatfield and the North. Dave Sinclair then left the group and was replaced by Dave Stewart from the band Egg on electric piano, just in time to start recording their first album. For their debut album, Hatfield and the North released a self-titled album in 1974. It was released on Virgin Records and produced by Tom Newman, as well as Hatfield and the North. Unusually, there were only a couple of longer songs on this album, which really featured a whole lot of shorter songs. We're going to have a look at two or three of them just now. We'll start off with Going Up to People and Tinkling. This is a Dave Stewart piece, and it's Side A, Track 3 of Hatfield and the North's debut album. Thank you. 
That was Going Up to People and Tinkling by Hatfield and the North. Next up, Rama. This is a Richard Sinclair piece arranged by Hatfield and the North. Side A, track 7. That was Rifferama by Hatfield and the North. And finally, we're going to finish our exploration of Hatfield and the North with the B-side track six, Lobster in Cleavage Probe, featuring some great vocals by Barbara Gaskin, Amanda Parsons and Anne Rosenthal. Thank you. 
And that was Hatfield and the North with Lobster in Cleavage Probe. River FM. FM. Okay, let's have a look at Gilgamesh now. Gilgamesh were a British jazz fusion band around in the 1970s, led by keyboardist Alan Gowan. And these guys were definitely a part of the Canterbury scene. Jazz fusion is more about blending jazz harmony and improvisation with rock, funk and rhythm and blues. Whereas you'll no doubt know that prog rock was more about extended, complicated, symphonic style arrangements, experimentation, whimsical concept-driven lyrics, etc. Founded in 1972, Gilgamesh's initial lineup consisted of Alan Gowan on keys, drummer Mike Travis, guitarist Rick Morecambe, Jeff Klein on bass, and saxophonist Alan Wakeman. But the lineup took a bit of time to stabilize before it settled on the quartet of Gowan, Travis, Phil Lee on guitar, and Neil Murray on bass. They did a bunch of gigs throughout 1973, including some performances, co-headlining with Hatfield and the North. Later that year, bassist Neil Murray was replaced by Steve Cook, but it became harder for them to find gigs despite a series of sessions on the BBC's jazz programs. In 1975, Gilgamesh finally scored a recording contract with Caroline Records and they recorded the debut album in the Virgin-owned Manor Studios with Hatfield's Dave Stewart acting as a co-producer. During their time in the studio working on the album, Stewart and Gowan became mates and started discussing a possible collaboration. Later that year, Hatfield and the North finally broke up and Dave Stewart joined Gilgamesh as a satellite member, playing one gig and a couple of radio sessions. The Stewart-Gowan collaboration eventually became National Health, another Canterbury scene prog rock group, and the next featured in this episode, and it also included guitarist Phil Lee. Gilgamesh disbanded in late 1975, but after leaving National Health in 1977, Al Gowan reformed Gilgamesh with Neil Murray on bass, guitarist Phil Lee and drummer Trevor Tompkins, and a second album was recorded in June 1978. This was called Another Fine Tune You've Got Me Into and was released in 1979 on Charlie Records. After this album was completed, the band disbanded again and Al Gowan died a few years later in 1981. In 2000, Cuneiform Records released an album called Arriving Twice, consisting of a bunch of old Gilgamesh 1973 demos, as well as a couple of radio sessions from 74 and 75. Here's Gilgamesh with a quick trio of tracks from their debut album, One End More, Phil's Little Dance and Worlds of Zin.
and that was Gilgamesh with One End More, Phil's Little Dance and Worlds of Zin. Now I've got a lot to squeeze into today's episode so I'm going to get straight into the next band now. National Health were an English prog rock band formed in 1975. These guys were originally part of the Canterbury scene and featured members of Hatfield and the North and Gilgamesh. These included guitarists Phil Miller and Phil Lee and bassist Mont Campbell as original members. Bill Bruford of Yes and King Crimson fame was the original drummer, but he was soon replaced by Pip Pyle. While I'm on replacements, Mont Campbell was replaced on bass by Neil Murray, and then John Greaves and keyboardist Alan Gowan only performed for the first album, although he made a return for the final tours where he replaced Dave Stewart, who had resigned after the second album. Gets a bit complicated. Really, guitarist Phil Miller was National Health's only constant member. These guys were around from 1975 to 1981, and over the years, they'd had 14 people who could call themselves members. They released their first album, National Health, in 1978, and this album features mostly long instrumental pieces. Their second album, Of Cues and Cures, was considered by the people of the Gnosis website to be one of the best records ever. National Health disbanded after its release. Incidentally, the band was actually named after Dave Stewart's National Health Spectacles. Here's National Health with a track from their second album, Of Cues and Cures. This is an excerpt from The Bride and Two-Step for Amphibians, Part 2.
And that was National Health with the Bride and Two Step for Amphibians, Part 2. You're listening to Prog Mojo. My name is Simon Chait, and I'll be back with more National Health after this short break. Welcome back, folks. If you've just joined me, you're listening to Prog Mojo. My name is Simon Chait, and this is 92.9 River FM. Tonight, we're looking at bands from the Canterbury scene. And right now, we're looking at a band called National Health. I'm going to go straight in and play another track from National Health. This is from their debut album. Here's National Health with Borough Groves. Thank you. 
That awesome piece of prog rockery was National Health with Borough Groves. I've got another Canterbury scene rock group to look at now. Matching Mole were formed in October 1971 by Robert Wyatt after he left Soft Machine. He stayed in the role of vocals and drums and was joined by Dave Sinclair on keys, Dave McRae on electric piano, Phil Miller on guitar and Bill McCormick on bass. The name Matching Mole is a pun on Machine Moule, the French translation of the name Soft Machine. Matching Mole released their debut album, self-titled as was usually the case, in April 1972, most of which was composed by Wyatt himself. Dave Sinclair soon dropped out of the group and was replaced by New Zealand-born keyboard player David McRae, who played a guest role on their first album. Their second album, Matching Mole's Little Red Record, was produced by Robert Fripp of King Crimson and released in November 1972. This album was more of a team effort, with Wyatt concentrating more on lyrics and melodies, and stepping back to allow his bandmates to compose the music. Matching Mole broke up in September 1972, just after getting back from a European tour supporting Soft Machine, with Sinclair and Miller going on to form the more successful Hatfield and the North. I got a couple of tracks from Matching Mole's debut album. Here's Matching Mole with Oh Caroline.
that I would not sing about some passing fad And if my attempts at rhyming aren't convincing to your ear Then memories betrayed you through the passing of the That was Matching Mole with O Caroline. And next up, a very different piece. Here's Matching Mole with Instant Kitten. Yeah. 
That was Matching Mole with a pretty out there piece called Instant Kitten. Okay, I've just got time to put one more Canterbury scene band in. These guys are called The Wild Flowers. Now, The Wild Flowers were an English psychedelic rock band from Canterbury. And these guys were formed in 64 and originally featured lead vocalist Kevin Ayres, lead guitarist and vocalist Brian Hopper, rhythm guitarist Richard Sinclair, bassist Hugh Hopper and drummer Robert Wyatt. These guys were really only active for a very short time, 1964 through to 1967, and in that time they didn't release any albums at all. There are only a few early recordings available, and I'll bring a couple of those to you shortly. Really, the Wildflowers are right at the forefront of the Canterbury scene. Once the group split up, all the members disappeared into other Canterbury scene bands such as Soft Machine, Caravan, Hatfield in the North, etc. During their three years, the Wildflowers did manage to record a number of songs, but these weren't officially released until 1994, when a collection of the recordings was released by Voice Print Records. The album also included a number of tracks recorded in August 1969, after the band's breakup, by former members Hastings, Wyatt and the Two Hoppers. In a review of these remastered tracks, Tom Pinnock of Uncut credited the Wildflowers as having spawned a whole batch of England's finest songwriters and musicians, as well as an entire genre. High praise indeed. I've got two short tracks for you today, both recorded in 1969. These are Impotence and Memories. Here's the Wildflowers with Impotence. And that was The Wildflowers with Impotence, recorded in 1969. I got one more track for you today. Here's The Wildflowers with 
Memories, also recorded in And that was The Wildflowers with some really early Canterbury scene prog rock for you. All right, folks, that's it for me today. You've been listening to Prog Mojo. My name is Simon Chait, and this is 92.9 River FM. It's been a fantastic journey right through the Canterbury scene, and I look forward to seeing you all and sharing the sound waves with you next week. Until then, though, don't forget, whatever you do, prog on.